We're live. We're live yet How again. Yet again. Well, my mic on? Yeah, we're good, I think. I think. Mike? I can hear you from here. Mike, sounds good, Mike. Of course, I am in the same room with you talking. That me, is true. That's all right. That is true. Welcome back to the church chat. Mike and I are just fresh off our... Valentine's weekend together. <laughs> uh, you know how many people came up to me and said, "Were you there with Jay this whole weekend?" You guys well, were both gone. Well, no, no, that's no, not how it worked out. We really do like each other, but we hung out with our wives, so we, we have limits. Big ups. Can we give big ups to to the worship team and, and staff and, that were on hand that things actually came across? And yeah, big, it's, big it's bittersweet, to isn't it? it, to find out that people can actually work without us there? Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't. I don't know that I like that. <laughs> I like to I like to have my irons in the fire. I like to keep a little bit back from everybody so that I know everything and not everybody knows everything that I know, right? Yeah. I said, hey, cover this, guys, Ed and the worship team, but don't swing for the fences. Yeah. We just need a solid base hit, but they did better than that. They so did way better. Big than ups that. to everybody that covered for us so we could be so away. So please with come our wives. back, even though I'll be the one preaching and Jay will be <laughs> the one leading worship on Sunday. Please come back. <laughs> Sensing a rift. Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> we're, we're back again. We're sorry. Need a little breather. But we're back, hey, and we're glad you're tuning in again. Yeah. Um, we hope this podcast is, is a source of strength for you. Wow. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm swinging for the fences. I yeah, got there you go. There you go. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go real big. We're going to say, yeah, this is a healing podcast. No, it's not a healing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, Mike and I, too, we decided today, since it's, you know we have the threat of ice and everything, we just like recording podcasts when there's threat of a natural disaster. Really, only inclement weather really brings out the very best in us. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like game time for, yes. for that. It's like we, we go into the zone. We're like, we've got to do this for the Lord. I do hear there's a live volcano. I think Mount Etna actually just exploded. <laughs> if we could hop a, hop a plane and get out there, what a podcast that would be. Jeez. A lot of big swimming through the ash. There has to be a lot of good podcasting Although going on in Dallas. There's right really now. nothing happening. There's no planes coming in or out of there, so that would be no. trouble. That'd be problematic. So wherever you are, we hope you're safe. And um, yep. whenever you listen to this, we hope it's a day that's maybe better than this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the Arctic chill coming through and the freezing rain that we're supposed to be having now uh, until 7 p.m. So if you missed it last night, we had a, we had a great Ash Wednesday service. Very powerful. For me. Uh, you know, it really it changed it changed the way I looked at it, uh, doing it a little bit differently. And and I think part of that was just trying to set it up to look like everything was going to be like it always has been. And then I wanted to I wanted to really just take people to a different place. And and you know, too many times we we leave a church service and we're we're just pumped that they that we've been made to feel really good about it right you know right and, and there's nothing you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rail against that i'm just saying there there's got to be some times in our life where we understand the good because of the bad and therefore sometimes we need to be left kind of hanging in the balance a little bit not quite not quite pushed over that edge to absolute uh, excitement and all and all that you know just to be just to be in that spot where it's just not quite the same as we would expect, and and I'm hoping that's what happened last night. Yeah, when well, that's kind of the whole deal when we call it when we call it Good Friday. I remember growing up and asking my mom, "Why is it good if Jesus right. was crucified on right. Friday?" Yep. So some of these things that leave us with a a questioning set our set our teeth on edge, <laughs> as the as the Bible puts it. Yes. But, but yeah, um, questioning. That's a hey. 
I, I tell you what, it's almost as if we talk before we talk. Then you have a way to segue yourself into all these things that are going on. I do. So, you know, Lent is a time derivative of the... the <laughs> are we going to get into all the Greek terms again? No, no, no. no, no we, we don't need to do that, that was, again. If you, you want to know about... through that. We, yeah, we... It, it was a brief... 101 super brief so but if you want to hear about all that stuff we unpacked that last podcast anyways yeah so we're in the season of lent woohoo <laughs> wow <laughs> i mean wow hey woo-hoo. i told i told him last night how excited jay was and let's let me just be clear he looks excited listen hey here's the deal maybe woohoo because it's oh, questioning oh, is, is our yep. a, a woohoo with the question. Yep. And, 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 if, and if your speakers are unable to pick up how high his voice actually went on that one, I think it, I think there was some Robert, dogs barking Robert in the Plant background. High. Robert Plant. That's Robert how high Plant I was going high. on that one. Nice. But no, we're segueing into um, a series about questions. Yeah. And so I told Mike I wasn't going to prepare him for this. I was, I was just going to hit him cold with these questions. Oh, dear. That my kids laid on me when we were in the mountains. One thing I love... Because I constantly feel like, I know if you're a parent like me these days, I'm like, are my kids getting all that they need? I want them to grow spiritually, emotionally. Um, I want our tight bond to be tight. These are all the things that I struggle with I on want a daily basis. I want to leave me alone. Yeah, so we're in the mountains. And Bennett all of a sudden goes, uh, Mommy, I love nature. And, and Mommy, you love nature too. And God made nature. So it sparks this whole conversation in the car. Where my kids are just making observations about the mountains. I'm like, this is great, right? Because we're in Gatlinburg. But then all of a sudden, it segues into these big questions. Who created God? I'm like banging my head against the steering wheel. (laughs) Oh, It was like all, I can't remember some of them because I blanked out. Because I went from being like, this is really great. (laughs) This is so sweet. To being... Hit upside the, the chir- head. The chirping of the birds is replaced by, what is the meaning of life, Dad? Yeah, yeah. Is God, if God's all-powerful, can he make a stone so big that even he can't move it? These are the level of questions. Yeah. And, well, and, at least you're on the road. Oh you know, you, you can't, you, you can't change the I almost their... drove off the road. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think we've got some snacks in the car. Let's, let's get you filled up on some snacks. I looked at Megan like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to feel these questions. You look like you need to chew, Bennett. <laughs> You would do a lot you better with a m- snacks back there. You would do a lot better with a mouthful of food right now, Bennett. But it made me think about that. We all have questions. Yeah. Even yeah. people as Christians who have been walking in faith for a long time, we question things. Um, you know, that's how we grow in our faith. Yep. Is to question yep. things. Yep, yep, yep. And people question us uh, <sighs> about. Yeah. But uh, you know, and and you know what, I, I will I will say this. Mike, 17 years ago, getting some of these deep theological questions is a whole lot different 17 years later. And, and you know, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, I, I just good. think I think in terms of our, our walk, I think sometimes our personal experience fits into that. And I, I think even sometimes stumbling through some of these questions earlier on leads us to go find the answer leads us to go look deeper into it and get a better get a better fix on it than perhaps the way that we just uh haphazardly told someone that god loves them you know or 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 something of that nature that was a little bit of my go-to back in the day there you go i don't 
bro, you know what, man? I don't know, but God loves you. <laughs> and he wants to. <laughs> I never say anything. Eat this carrot. God loves you. Eat oh, this goodness. carrot. Yeah. But I agree. I mean, I, I had, I definitely had better answers for some of these big questions than I would have when I was yeah. in my 20s. So, you know, so kind of the idea of this, this series is to open that door, certainly. But, but I think more than that, I think this is also a chance for us to, to kind of walk a road we don't like to walk very often, and that is to, to be imitators of, of God, you know? So what is that? What is that? What do I mean by that? Because that's a, that's a very loaded statement. I just mean like when, when Jesus says, who, who do they say I am? Have you ever thought if God was to walk up to you and say, who do people say you are? Mm. And, and to just to, to be, to have to be 100% completely honest with it because you can't sugarcoat the guy who created you. You can't, you, you can't, uh, you can't put one past him to say, yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm really great. I'm probably one of your best, one of your best Christians, God. You can't do that. You know, you're, we are, we are in a position where all, everything is, is visible, all of our faults, all of our great stuff. And, you know, so it's, it's a matter of how do we, how do we get ourselves closer to God so that these parts that we don't want to be, <laughs> we don't want to be associated with are, are finding their way out of our life. And so that, that's kind of the, the thought behind this. And then, you know, there's sometimes where, not only does God ask us questions, but we ask God questions. And, mm -hmm. and when, when we shift it that way, I, I think our, our purpose then becomes, are we asking with the right heart? And, and are we asking with the right intent? Are we asking for, uh, for totally selfish reasons? Or are we asking because we, we really just want to see the heart of God more clearly? So when you, when you, you know, we start we start looking at the questions that are going on in the Bible that way, and you start to really kind of plug them into your life, your situation, they take on a whole different value. They take on a whole different meaning for you. And so I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping that uh, it, that will come across that, you know, these, these huge questions that, that are leveled with us, against us, by us, will show us who God really is in the midst of all of them and who he wants us to be in the midst of all of them. You know, Mike, I'm reminded. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a summertime where you had, had a summer camp and this plucky young gentleman stopped by <laughs> and had a guitar and he, he said, well, I've, I've been down along, the, been playing a lot of these places. And by the way, my name is Stephen Curtis Chapman. I was wondering if, if I could come and play for your kids that you're watching and would that be all right? I like your, I like your soft Tennessee accent. <laughs> just. And let me just tell you, that summer camp, that one summer, there were a lot of lives that were changed. Is that, is that the story you're going to tell, Jay? I don't want to, I, I hate to take your story and steal it from you, but go ahead, Jay. Tell me, tell me this story. I can't. You can. All right. So I, I just remember, I'm actually can't really name drop on this one just that i was after high school i worked at a um united methodist summer camp warren willis united methodist camp leesburg florida very famous summer camp okay and i just remember 
that we had a floating cross on, out in the middle of a lake, probably okay. 200 yards out. Okay. Lake, pontoons. And my friend one day was like, last day of camp, we're going to swim out to that cross. And I think when you're young, you don't question things. Okay. Sometimes um, you just blindly do them. Can I have a can I have and a quick question before yeah, you go get ahead, further in? Go ahead. Is this an alligator infested lake? This is a very alligator infested lake. Have I told this story before? No, but I, okay. I, but I want to I want to ramp is, I want to ramp the fear factor up a little bit for the people here because now now granted Jay does have both of his legs so none of them were bit off during this process but go ahead. Uh, so I'm like yeah let's let's do, do this it. do it let's yeah. do this now not only this lake was treacherous not only was an alligator infested lake. It was the most alligator-infested lake in all of Lake County. <laughs> Population of alligators in this lake, very high. Aww. Also, Aww. cross. This is back in the day. There wasn't LEDs. There was a power line to this cross. Hey. you. It has, <laughs> you know, the Lake Junaleska cross, you're not going to shock yourself, right? No. This, this has warning signs. Don't stand on this cross. <laughs> You because are completing a circuit. You I, are the ground. I have this picture <laughs> to, today of us. So we made it to the cross, oh. and we stood on top of it. And years later, I can see that I had a lot of really blind faith. Now I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Oh. Um, so my point is, oh. I feel like when we first become Christians, um, just that commitment is, I, I know for me, that love that I felt when I made that commitment to Christ just silenced questions from me. I, I like, you didn't, so, you didn't question. I yeah, didn't question. Yeah. I blind, okay, just okay. like jumping in. I'm like, I'll, I'll swim to the cross. I'll do, That's you a know, great idea. It, I kind of feel this is kind of how Peter's story is, you know, follow me. Not really a lot of questions. Yeah. Right. Yep. You, then that's yep. kind of how it is. And I feel yep. it. But when your faith matures, I think some people think, well, I really question my faith. It's a great thing. Because it shows that you are seeking a deeper understanding. And that's why Jesus used, anytime he's asked a question, he would answer with a question. Yeah, yeah. Because he, we've got to work that out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a huge piece of what you're saying, though, is, is having the maturity to understand, number one, that God can handle the questions that we might have for Broad him. Broad shoulders. <clears throat> yeah, but, and it's also... It's it's also the, ver the 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 vision of a a wrathful God that says how dare you question me versus the the father versus a a parent who wants to teach you wants to show you a, from a teaching moment wants to bring you to where he is based on your curiosity and your willingness to trust him in the answer that you get from him kind of a thing and you know that again is a, is a sign of maturity and you know I. I teeter. I, I hear what you're saying mm -hmm. about that, that brand new faith, about, you know, running into every, every obstacle at full speed because there's no reason to question it. Uh, this, this, is, this, is the guy, this is the guy who just saved me. He's going he's gonna to take care of me. Yeah. He's going to run me this whole race, right? And then, you know, then you, you trip or you stub your toe a few times. And or life just gets you. Well, yeah. Something pops uh, up. That, that, you, I mean, that's, that's yeah. what I mean. And. Yeah. And you, your perspective changes a little bit each day, a little bit more each day. 
Now, I'm not saying you get completely cynical and don't believe anymore. I'm just simply saying you, um, well, you just kind of, you kind of weigh the two. Weigh, you weigh that, that, new, that new belief versus the, the maturity of, of seeing how life has gone through and, you know, again, not trying to outpace God or outthink God. You just simply understand that in the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world versus... Nothing is impossible with God when you first get started, you know? Right, which, which yeah. Don't hear me say that that's not still true. It's just you have to temper that with what you, what you do know, that the world is, is still a broken place. There are still, there's still evil in the world. There's still people that have it out for you that have never even met you kind of a thing. And yet you still have to have some of that childlike faith. Yes, but also the maturity to eat the solid food and not just the milk. So yeah. that, that's, you know, that's kind of a, that's a strange place to be because you're, you're, you're constant. It's like you're treading water. You're constantly trying to make sure that you're, you're staying head to head above water, but at the same time, you're also not trying to wear yourself out that you can't keep floating, you know? I, and, and that's one of the big questions I would get is if there's a God, why do bad things happen to good people? Oh, yeah. There's so much scripture that as I grew as a Christian that I could resource and say, well, that's kind of aligns with what he's told us that, yeah. um, you know, the rain will fall. Speaking of rain, oh, yeah. will fall seems on the wicked every, and the good. Every time we tape, there's rain falling of some sort. <laughs> yep. yeah. The rain will fall on, on the just and the unjust, and, right? Yes, yes on yeah. the just and the unjust. So, yeah. and that's something that, because I had that initial uh, encounter with Christ and I grew reading scripture and stuff that I could look back and say, because, because sometimes answering those questions doesn't go, I just love God. Like that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, yeah. I, um, yep. Yep. in presenting uh, your faith and presenting an authentic faith, um, because you've grown in your faith, I can say, well, actually there's a lot of scripture to support what I'm telling you that even though God is real and he's alive and he's, He's yeah. good. There's a lot of scripture that tells you that this is what you'll experience because I grew in my faith because I didn't just stop with the initial. Right. And, and I think I think what you're I think what you're getting at with the idea of of uh, of, you know, if there is a God, why is the why? Why do so many bad things happen? I think that's a. I think that's a byproduct of questions that we're not willing to ask. Mm. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. It's like we, we, we like to have we like to have someone to place the blame on. Like a gotcha and, moment. Almost. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, but I'm not and I'm not saying that we are the ones that are responsible for all the things that are wrong. But at the same time, we have some responsibility in it, which means, you know, so these hopefully these questions will bring about this idea of, you know what, maybe maybe I just need to think more about what my relationship with God looks like and let that not be one of the things that trips other people up, you know, cause I, you talk to someone about Christianity and almost immediately those are the questions that pop yeah. up. And also why is the church so full of hypocrites? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I, I think, I think number one, you know, the funny the funny answer is to say because that's the only place we can all come to meet together. <laughs> I've said that before. You know? Yeah. But but really you don't 
you don't want that to be your life example. Who do people say you are? Well, I don't want them to say that I'm a hypocrite. No. I, I want them to say that I was a, uh, that I, w- I was someone who truly tried to follow what, what Jesus taught, truly tried to teach others what Jesus taught, and did his very best to, to model that for others, even though sometimes he failed miserably. You know, I mean, that's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of my take on that. It's not, a, it's not a performance that I have to put on. It is, it is the reality of, uh, of being a broken person saved by grace that has a tendency to trip and fall in the midst of his quest to meet up with Jesus again, you know? And I doubt, I doubt that I am, uh, I doubt that I'm covering any new ground for anybody listening to this podcast because that's all of our positions while we're on this side of the grass. We are not perfect. We know the one who is perfect and we long to be perfect, but that doesn't come until we meet him in the air or uh, he comes back for us, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe we should have people send us the hardest questions ever. I, you know, I thought about that and I thought about, I really, but you know, first of all, first of all, we're going to have three questions, (laughs) but even so, even if that was not the case, I thought the last thing that we need to be doing is putting either one of ourselves on the spot without trying to really kind of look at it, take time to think about it, pray about it, you know, because you don't. That's the other thing about these, these huge questions is you don't just want to immediately say, well, God loves you. You don't want to immediately throw out platitudes at people. I, I, I'm going to tell on myself, and, I, and I've done this before. I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it to the people in our podcast audience as well. One time I got on a plane, and I was, um, I was flying to see my family. This is one of, one of the great gifts that my wife has given me. It was... Uh, one of the Martin Luther King weekends that I would fly out on a Friday, spend Saturday and Sunday with him and fly back home on a, on a Monday. And, and I remember getting on the plane, sitting with a guy and, you know, uh, the plane conversation as it, as it stands is one where you take your life in your hands. Really? You never know what you're going to get. It is roulette at its very best. You know, sometimes you get somebody who's, who's like, Two answers and then back in their book. Mm-hmm. Don't really want to talk to you. I'd rather read. You got some people that, that will talk your ear off, and the subject <laughs> matters are awful. I uh, can't stand that. Every I'm once in a while, every once in a while, you sit next to some cool people. I've sat next to some cool people from Costa Rica that went there just to go surf. And that they were they were neat people. They were fun to talk to. But I, I'm sitting next to this guy, and he's talking about how he had just experienced a loss. And, you know, I kind of told him, I told him what I did as a pastor. And, you know, I, 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 not like, I, didn't, I didn't put it on like a badge or anything like that. And, you know, just talking about it. And I just threw some, I threw what I thought were just words of encouragement to him about, you know, how there's, there's more to life than just what, what happens while we're here on this, on this planet, walking this planet. And Cloud of witnesses. Yeah, you know, but (laughs) but at the same time, he was he was not at a point where that's where he was ready to receive. And he just simply said, you know, I I I can do without the platitudes. And 
let me oh my goodness i i, I tell you i couldn't have felt wow. i couldn't have felt any smaller i had to tighten the i had to tighten the seat belt <laughs> I, I shrunk a little bit uh, i lost i lost a lot of uh a lot of my uh a lot of my street cred that day but it taught me something and you know that's the i guess you could say that's another benefit of of all these questions that that'll happen whether we're asking them jesus is asking us or we're asking jesus hopefully there's a learning experience to be found in them. And, yeah. you know, it's not just simply yes or no. I hope, I hope so far the ones that I picked out don't end up being yes or no questions. Do you love God? Yes. <laughs> Sermon's over. <laughs> everybody, or, everybody or, have a great, uh, great time. They're all rhetorical. <laughs> don't even answer. <laughs> I, I have a plain story too. I'm flying to Florida uh, a couple of years back. Um, Oh, no, no, was, my dad was having heart surgery. I guess it was a year ago. Yep. Flying to Florida. Turbulence was bad for some reason. Really windy. The guy next to me, uh, he, I have a history because I have tattoos, right? Of course. He goes, are you a musician? I'm like, yeah, I, I work for a church, and I'm a worship leader, youth pastor, and um, yeah, I'm a musician. I play guitar. And he's like, great, so you can, <laughs> you can pray for us while the plane's going down. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, just don't listen to any Leonard Skinner in your headphones and we'll be fine. Because <laughs> half the band passed away in a plane. Okay, that wow. movie hit flat. Anyways. Wow. My point is, is that you've, you've just you've just canceled us, and our, our whole Leonard Skinner I mean, I don't think demographic is gone. I don't think it's they're t- gone. I didn't say like John Denver, great songwriter, terrible pilot. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it wasn't that bad of a joke. <laughs> My, um, well, let me just say, you've wiped out that population my, of our listeners as well. My point is that our qualifications don't always set us up for great interactions and the right response. So the viewpoints of Jay Mabby <laughs> do not necessarily I, are those of church chat I'm in just general. Saying, I was trying to set up a, hey, God's got this. Everything's going to be okay. But instead, he went with your musician. And <laughs> you're not a musician. A good, pray. Everybody knows. And if you don't know this about me. Musician culture. They travel a lot, so they're more prone to accidents. Or that's where the joke comes from. Okay. There's okay. some. There's some. See Ray Vaughan died in a helicopter crash. Yes. There's. There, there's some. There's some. So he concentrated more on the musician. The things. big bopper. Yes. The day the music Richie, died. Richie Valens. Richie Valens. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Did you really just quote the song "The Day the Music Died"? Yeah. That's what it's about. Oh. That's what the song is about. So the Don McLean demographic is now out. Thanks a lot. We're running. A lot of, folks, lot of, lot of McLean fans in our church yeah, are I listening. Know. I, this listening is what area. I'm worried about. This is what I'm worried about. You are wiping out all, entire swaths of our population of listeners. We've lost the country, the country rock. We've lost uh, the 19, early 70s popular music vibe. What was the other group? Uh... I don't know. Was it okay? Well, I that's think we a, covered a big. That's a, oh, big John Denver. John Denver. The folksy. I just said that. The folksy seventies. We've lost those people as well. Groovy. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No. He, yeah. So. Oh boy. They, and have you seen Almost Famous? Great movie. Never seen. They're it. all on a plane, and they think the planes go down, so they start confessing all these things that they've done. Oh my goodness. And confiding in each other, and then. Hey, we're all going to be okay. And they all just look at each other like, what did we just say? <laughs> I'll take this for you, Jay. But I digress. I digress. Okay. My point is, is that we're not always ready for the questions and the things that we say 
fall on deaf ears sometimes, but that doesn't mean we don't need to keep searching and trying to answer and trying to field hard questions. Hey, right? heck of a recovery. Look yeah, at that. My he was plane down, was he going was down, down. He was down my, two strikes. At my altitude, very low. Pulled he was up. down two strikes, and, and, and coach, coach gave him the sign to swing away. Yeah. And he made it. The little, the little engine that could. How many more cliche innings can we throw in there? <laughs> also, I'll say this. There hasn't been a question that I've been thrown that God didn't give me something. Sure. You know, I, be I it life like experience, that. be it someone else's experience, someone you've met that I, you can name <laughs> drop. What I mean, uh, you know. You know, it's like that. It's like uh, I feel like if you take a moment and you breathe, I've never once said, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I've, I've never, I've never. <laughs> the one heading up that camp in Leesburg, Franklin Graham. <laughs> oh, Not really. Not really. Gosh, I, that camp was so funny. I remember, like, we, we, used to, we used to do devotions in the morning with chicken soup for the soul. We would do that. Oh, wow. Wow. 90s. Gripping. Pure 90s. Gripping. Okay, well, that's you good. Can, you can feel the yawns. We always use that. And, and I always just say, and people know this story about the person that's chucking the sand dollars oh, into the ocean. We've, we've used that. We've used it's that on this podcast. We will not use that again. <laughs> uh, we, I'm, I'm we have the rights to it one time. I'm just saying that it starts with simplicity like that. And yeah. then you no, end truly. up with the hard questions. And yeah. And I well, I see, you know, that, I mean... <laughs> When we when we talk about when we talk about the questions that we don't mind fielding, what are you doing? What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Why are these people in my house? <laughs> you know, for for those people who'll be here on Sunday, why, why are you playing why, Xbox six hours a day? Why would you think that dishwashing liquid in the dishwasher wouldn't cause a problem? And it does. This is this is not a testimonial to put any of that in there. Why don't you, be that guy? Why are you pretending that a griddle is a, and you're a hibachi chef now? Oh, my goodness. That hit home. That hit home. I'm getting heartburn thinking about it. But, you know, I mean, I, I remember growing up, I had, I, had a, um, I had a little plan. Chips Ahoy cookies. Always my favorite. Chewy? Always my favorite. Chewy? No. No. Uh, Come on, man. Chewy Chips Ahoy. Chewy Chips You know what that is? That's somebody's mm. sad knockoff of a good cookie. <laughs> You know what? We're just, we're, you I know don't what? Like crunchy cookies, we were Mike. we baked really good cookies. Let's just kind of not work as hard. <laughs> Let's not work as hard. Let's make a softer cookie that doesn't taste anywhere near as good. Maybe production had ramped up, oh and they're like, goodness. "We just got to get these cookies out of here." Some of these Cook are undercooked. The time. Oh, put them in a red box. That'll be fine. The kids will love them. So, so house of <laughs> house of five kids. I'm gonna get back to my story because you're. Chewy Chips Ahoy story stinks, all right? Jeez. Oh, all right. I'm not, I'm not a complete hater. If they are the only cookie on the planet left over, I will eat them. If they're the only cookie in the pantry, I will eat them. Okay. But I will, I will eat them with disdain. Okay. That's it. All okay? Right. okay. So growing up with five kids in the house, there's always a lot of snacks. We had one of those um, milk crates full with potato chip bags, you know, so you'd have three or four bags of chips or cheese doodles, something like that. Oh, yeah. But right next to him was the was the Chips Ahoy. Now, when I was a kid, they began as a, a bag with free-flowing cookies. And you just put your hand in there and grab them. And then they started putting them in sleeves. I will tell you, when they started putting them in sleeves, my job got harder, but it didn't mean I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't overcorrect and fix some things, all right? So I would walk into the kitchen, 
Never put the lights on. You never let people know that you're looking for something, all right? And I had a way of palming two chocolate chip cookies so I could walk in there quietly, stealthily get them out. And, and it was harder with the, with the sleeves because the sleeves were loud. <laughs> get, yeah, exactly. I get the two, chip, two chocolate chip cookies out, palm them in my hand, walk back out of the kitchen into the living room. Hey, what was going on in there? Nothing. Nothing. I, 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 thought I, I thought I wanted something, out of the, something to drink out of the fridge, and I just never got it. <laughs> I ate a lot of cookies that way, Jay. <laughs> wow. I ate a lot of cookies that way. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, that's the kind of stuff we want to field in our life. We want to we have the stuff that we can either push away to nothing's going on, uh, nothing, or, or have a, well, you know what? We, we ran out of dishwashing liquid, uh, dishwashing tablets, so I put some other stuff in there. You know, you, you want to you be able to kind of uh, reflect, reflect it away from you, you know, just, just bounce it off of you. But, you know, I'm hoping that instead these questions that we're going to be asking, these questions that we're going to be talking about will be ones that we, we don't shy away from mm -hmm. and instead actually introspectively look, hey, how can I improve my relationship with God based on either how this question is, is answered by me or how I measure up to what this question is asking? I have a question for myself for Lent. I've posed a question to myself. You posed a question to yourself. I posed a question to myself. You, did you stump yourself? Um, I, yep. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued been, with this question. I, okay. So I wanted to share it. And I, I think it's something that might benefit everybody listening. And, and for Lent, how, in what ways in my life am I Christ-like? And what ways in my life do, does Christ not show up? Okay. I think that's a good, uh, Lent is about examining. Yes. And, and really, in some cases, about drawing conclusions, mm -hmm. you know, um, I would I would like to say that towards the end of Lent, as we're as we're looking at where Jesus has no longer a an out, a, a way around, he can't leave that village because they're 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 hounding him. This is this is the, you know, Via Dolorosa, Via Dolorosa. Um, this is the way of suffering. Uh, there comes a point where we have to draw the conclusion. This is what I this is what I believe and what I want to stick with. Golgotha Hill of the Skull. Just want to drop a term too. <sighs> <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what quality we actually possess during this time. I think I, we I undercut each had, other. We I undercut just, each other. I just had to derail a little bit. That's okay. No, I mean just the, just a simple point. You know, I want us to draw conclusions about. Am I living the life that Christ wants me to live? Am I, am, I in, am I in the mix at all, or am I just letting all these difficult questions just not really even enter into my thoughts? Because, mm -hmm. if, you know, that's the easiest way to avoid uh, checking yourself is just not to hear the questions at all. You know, who, who, does, who would God say you are, Jay? Who would God say I am? Ooh. Yeah, I... I I don't know if I don't know how often I really want to look down the barrel of that gun, but that's that's the honest truth. Because there comes a time when we all have to face that kind of judgment. And of course, for those of us who believe, Jesus then steps up and says, "No, this one's one of mine. Yeah. This one's this one's with me. This one is is one of my one is is a friend, and and that makes all the difference." But I, 
I, I want to make him happy to be up there to say that. I, I don't want to be a goat. I want to be a sheep. That's right. I, I want to I want to be one of the people that has reformed a lot of their life so that when he says that, he doesn't say that begrudgingly. He doesn't say, "Yeah, uh, don't check, don't check the, don't check the hot spots," because this guy nearly caught fire. You, but you, you don't want to be a fringe friend to Jesus. That's exactly right. Last yeah. guy to the table, we're like, oh, yeah, I guess. Come on over. Yep. <laughs> now no, I want to be the guy that he welcomes with open arms. And, yeah. And says, "Well done." Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's where my head goes on that one. Yeah. So the ch- a challenge this week. There you go. What is the challenge, Jay? Think about Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> We're one week in a Lent. We want you thinking about Judgment Day. Think about Judgment Day. No, um, I think I'll, let's tie it into Ash Wednesday. If you didn't get to write what um, you wanted to on your paper— um, we were joking around. You can just text us. We'll no. <laughs> no, we're kidding. No, but um, get in touch with Mike. He said it last night. Um, yeah, and, and if if not, if you're coming, if you're coming to me. the service, yeah, bring it with the you. papers. The papers will be there. Uh, I'll, I'll put some pens out, and we'll have the hammer and nails available as well. And we're working out a way to make sure that when you nail the things to the cross, the cross doesn't fall over or hurt anybody. Yeah, that's, but that's some, some details I'm working out right now. But yeah, for me, it was a very powerful thing, um, and. And so I hope it is for you. Um, but on all seriousness, um, this week, think about what you might give up for Lent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and what maybe you might take on for Lent. Um, and, and let me throw this out there as one who has had this happen to them. Um, let's just say you wanted to give something up and you immediately fell off the wagon the same night that you said you immediately wanted to give it up. I'm not. I'm not saying this is what I did. I'm just saying I might know a guy. <laughs> I might know a guy who had that kind of a right off the bat failure. Uh, I'm a guy who believes a lot in grace, and and I believe a lot in the fact that you know if you make that mistake and, and your heart was not to willingly do that as a as an affront to God Himself, that there's plenty of room to pick it up Thursday, and and make Thursday the day that you start trying to uh you know not do or or not have something you know i I don't i'm not going to go into great detail but let's just say there might have been a little hiccup in my uh lenten beginnings but it's just the point that shows us how weak we are yeah (laughs) and how much yeah i'm still a man in need of a savior so oh my goodness did you just quote dc i did in the light i want to be in the light because oh you are in the light. And some of this may not make it to final production. No, I don't think so. We'll that see what won't. happens. But have a great week. And uh, um, thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, we are on this journey together. We'll see you Sunday. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs>